It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Podcast, available on iHeartRadio every morning and also on Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your podcasts from. Well, our long weekend is continuing on this Monday morning. How's your weekend so far? Hope you've managed to get in some relaxation. If you've been looking at property, if you've been transacting on property, property, whatever you've been doing in relation to the real estate industry, hope it has gone your way. Yes, the 26th day for September of 2022. Coming up in just a moment, we are talking with Gavin and Sam. One is a real estate agent, the other is a property commentator there in Perth, and we're going to look at the latest news coming out of Perth and why the houses are selling faster there than a lot of other locations locations around Australia. What is going on in Perth? We will find out very shortly. Putin, I mentioned a couple of days ago, was looking on shaky ground, according to a former Russian Prime Minister, who thinks that he is going to be gone by Christmas. When I mentioned that two days ago, I thought probably highly unlikely, but I tell you what, Putin is looking more and more likely to be ousted. The news from inside Russia over the last day or so. It's all bad for Putin. It is tightening. So let's live and hope that time is soon going to be up for him and he is gone and that war in the Ukraine is brought to a sudden end. Hey, if you're celebrating your birthday today for the 26th day of September, have yourself a fantastic Monday. Linda Hamilton is turning 65 from The Terminator. Serena Williams She is turning 40 years young and unfortunately it would have been Olivia Newton-John's birthday today as well. It's your weekday real estate breakfast with news, interviews and predictions every morning on the Real Estate Podcast. It's your real estate podcast for breakfast. It's the Main Centre Forecast with PRD, selling smarter every day. All right, let's have a look at your weather around Australia as our long weekend continues. First we go to Sydney. Good morning to you. Expecting a high of 21 and partly cloudy skies, but it should be mainly dry. In Melbourne, expect the rain, unfortunately, your high of 17. Brisbane, expecting mostly sunny blue skies. Temperature 27 degrees and in Perth today, a sunny Monday. Yes, 23 is your forecast high. Get out and enjoy it. We talk with leading property commentators with analysis, predictions, forecasts and what's trending every morning from 6.30. Well, we know that some states are selling faster than others, which means we still have this different speed in different markets and it just depends on where you live. And Perth is a great point in case. Perth is still going pretty well at the moment with buyers not hesitating and quickly closing in on a number of properties selling in just days. And the best part for the sales process is the marketing campaigns have managed to attract multiple offers. And the latest Real Estate Institute of Western Australia data shows the median time to sell a house in Perth is 18 days. 
days, but many, as we just mentioned, are selling much quicker. So let's welcome into the breakfast podcast this morning from Perth, selling agent Sam Bevan of Realmark Coastal. And a very good morning to you, Sam. Welcome to the Real Estate Breakfast. Thank you very much. Good morning to you too. You know, I wonder just how much of this is driven by vendors meeting the Perth market with the price point in terms of how quickly some of these properties are selling in Perth. Some vendors uh, have gotten a little excited and they see that the market is hot, so they will get a little ahead of themselves. They need to still keep in mind that you need an amazing marketing campaign and you need to price appropriately, regardless of whatever market we're in. Yes, so some good points there. And it's a far cry from where we were right at the start of the pandemic when everybody working in real estate thought they were going to lose their jobs. We did. We thought we were going to lose our jobs, our homes, our livelihoods. What happened was a complete 180 of that. We found ourselves thrust into this massive upturning real estate market and it was quite the opposite of what we were expecting. And sometimes, you know, coming back to these houses selling so well in terms of that median price of 18 days, sometimes momentum can be infectious, if you know what I mean. Like, for example, the positivity like this, like what we're talking about, it gets reported, people pay attention to it, and suddenly we get that confidence bump. Is, is that a fair sort of thing to be saying about the Perth market? It sure is. And, and, and look, people have asked me a hundred times or more, what's happening next? Over the last couple of years, I've been asked, when is it going to end? When is it going to keep going? When is it going to turn around? We're waiting for the crash. When will that happen? And the fact is, we won't know until it is in our rear view mirror. What I'm just saying to people is, look, business as usual, we are always going to sell properties because we have births, death, marriages. Properties are not going to stop selling. So if you need to buy a property, buy a property, enjoy it. Keep in mind that you're investing in your future. No matter what happens with your employment or with pandemics or with the population growth, we are always going to need somewhere to call home. Yeah, so true. And you were telling me before we got talking that you started in real estate at the age of 19. Now, I talk to a lot of selling agents. They've been in it for five minutes. It seems that it's a young person's sport, but you've been doing it for 30 years. Wow, that's a long time. I know. Well, I'm just lazy, I think, is probably the problem. <laughs> no, I look, the thing is, real estate is not about houses. It's about people. If you enjoy getting to know people and sitting down across the dinner table from someone and saying, right, what do you need my help with? What is your end destination and how can I help you get there? Being part of that process is incredible. It's, it's an incredible feeling to help a family get from step A to step B. Hey, Sam, great to talk to you. Thank you for coming on to the Real Estate Podcast. We'll definitely keep in touch and good luck there out in Perth selling real estate. Thank you so much. So let's bring into the breakfast podcast, uh, Perth property commentator, Gavin Higney. And good morning to you, Gavin. Welcome back to the Real Estate Breakfast. 
Hey, great to be back again. We're sitting in another sunny day today, so it's fantastic over here in the West. Oh, stop it. Yes, everybody's moving to Perth. Now, tell me a little bit about what's going on. We know that the building costs have gone through the roof. There's been a little bit of talk about some of these developments, especially around apartments, where developers have decided not to actually pull the trigger because it's just not cost effective. What's happening? Yeah, I mean, normally we see interest rate cycle increasing when we come out of a boom, and a boom is usually characterised by an oversupply of property and a lot of development. We just haven't had an oversupply of, of development, um, so therefore we're not coming out of an oversupplied situation. What's happened is with the building costs rising between 20 and 30%, it's taken the profit margins out of uh, apartment developments particularly, and hence you're building at cost or even building, you're selling at below replacement cost at the moment, so the development feasibility just don't stack up. So there can cancelling them. Uh, very good projects not going ahead because of the building costs and hence properties haven't lifted in value to the 20% or thereabouts that it's needed to restore profit margins for developers. So projects being cancelled. So we, we're going to see a short supply at some stage in the future and you can still buy apartments and buy homes for that matter below replacement cost. So you know no new supply can come out of the ground until prices lift between 10 and 20%. And Gavin, what about rent versus buying? Because, I mean, that's really at a parity right now. It makes no sense for a lot of people to be renting. Yeah, well, I think you know, Perth sits at the second highest gross yields in Australia behind Darwin. Uh, but if people find that rising interest rates mean that they can't afford the property and they want to r- move out and rent, uh, they can't afford, the, let's say, the 5% interest rate, renting is a 4 or 5% option in itself. So you're really not saving much money cash flow-wise by moving out of your home and renting in Perth. So that's the insurance policy, if you like, to values. Whereas if the rent option was, and it was the case back in after the mining boom, 1% or 2%, then people could move out comfortably and, and halve or, or maybe 30% of their net costs of owning a home was renting. So our yield, our rent versus buy option is very tight at the moment, very close. And that, that's putting a floor of, of insurance into the values that people are paying. And Perth is still the most affordable capital city in Australia. I just wonder how many interstate moving is going to happen over the next six months as it continues to be that really good value for money. Yeah, what's interesting, there's very little investment from Western Australians, but there is a lot of investment coming from the Eastern Seaboard out of Sydney and Melbourne, mainly through the roadshows that are being conducted for investors and investors are coming in either in a busload or coming in sight unseen um, and buying. So often the opportunities are, are seen outside of the state and the locals get caught napping. We've seen this before in 2003, actually, when Eastern Seaboard investors were very active and, and buyers were very active, from, from particularly from Sydney after the... Sydney boom. There are some, interestingly, um, some Sydney buyers buying homes in the western suburbs and the elite suburbs, and they're buying it because what they sell out in Sydney for for six or seven million, they're buying here for, for two or three and pocketing a couple of mil on the bank as well along the way and getting a Perth lifestyle versus Sydney lifestyle, albeit good, bad or indifferent. So it's starting to happen a bit. I think that'll happen a bit more. And jobs, 60,000 of them are on offer right now as the economy is surging and going pretty well. Yeah, well, there, you know, how many jobs do you want? Um, there's, uh, there's a chronic shortage of, uh, of workers here, but it's not just in the lowly skilled areas. There's some very internationally competitive and interesting jobs on offer in, in Perth, particularly out of technology and technology out of the mining industry, for instance. So 
People can work in Perth in very internationally competitive and interesting jobs. It doesn't need to be serving coffees or, or labouring or something like that. It's actually some, some very high-powered, high-paid jobs as well, uh, which is now obviously available in Perth that it wasn't in the past. The remoteness of work also is interesting. You know, you can be basically working on any project in the world and be sitting in wherever you like, but home could be 10 kilometres from where you'd normally work or it could be several thousand kilometres from where you normally work. So that seems to be playing into the hands of a place like Perth with lifestyle versus, you know, interest in, in the jobs. And before I let you go, what's happening with the comparison of where Perth was with the GFC to where Perth is now? Because it seems to me that they're two completely different animals. When we hit the GFC, we were equal highest housing prices in Australia, equal to Sydney at $500,000 median house price. Touched that point for about a month and then the GFC hit. So you can imagine we got smashed for the next six or seven years after that. But this time, we're not in fourth position. We actually need to increase our median price by just over $200,000 to be fourth position. We're all almost equal dead last <laughs> in Australia. And, and so we go into this period uh, way below where we should be in the long-term position, you know, the reversion to mean the long-term position. Probably a lot better place today. I feel a lot more comfortable going into a rising interest rate market and a, a turning economic cycle than I did when coming out of the GFC when we were well above where we should have been. Thanks, Gavin. I'll let you get back to the sunshine and to the coffee. And thanks for coming on to the Real Estate Podcast this morning. Hey, great chatting as always. Thank you. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.